What was that? I've been beating off to a lot of spunker porn lately. What the fuck is spunker porn? Oh, come on, man. I, I told you spunkers were before. Spunkers are older ladies who enjoy getting porked on camera. You could you could probably imagine why that, that term did not <laughs> click in my brain. That is... Where does that... What's the etymology of spunker? Uh... I don't know. I, I guess it, I guess it's a, it's a lady with some chutzpah, and then they somehow merged it with jizz. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not buying it. I'm just spitballing here, man. I got to reverse engineer the term spunker. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Anyway, do they all wait? Do they all have like similar haircuts? Maybe. Yeah, mostly like ladies who who bake cookies for fundraisers. Mm, all right, how's that going? Pretty good, man. It's it's something different, man, because I feel like with everything else, I've been desensitized to porn. So it's nice to have this whole new world opened up. Before Breaking up eyes. the monotony. Yeah, it feels like Aladdin's showing me around on the carpet right now. <laughs> I can show you the world. I'm still not clear. The doctor hasn't cleared me to laugh yet. Okay, well, I, I won't play too much then tonight. Yeah, real quick, if uh, if you're not on the fucking Patreon, uh, consider it. We, we put up an episode the day before Thanksgiving. Just pre-gaming, just fucking setting the tone, and uh, I gave a whole update on what happened with the uh, purple belt and the jiu-jitsu situation and my current injury on there. So uh, give us a fucking dollar. God damn it. Yeah, that was my favorite episode, by the way. If, you know what? I, I enjoyed it so much that I felt like there's no way anyone else could enjoy it as much. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Go check it out. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove to me that you can enjoy it more than we did. Fuck face. <laughs> Going back to Spunkers, man. You remember Rue McClanahan from Golden Girls? Do I ever? She was like the OG Spunker. Yeah, I could see that. Always in a gown with that southern drawl. Yeah, Ooh. I feel. Yeah, every other Spunker is probably trying to be her. <laughs> Dude, I remember JB Spunkers. I remember understanding that it was hot the shit that she was doing on Golden Girls because yeah, I watched every episode as a kid. Yeah, it was clearly different than what the other fucking dickheads were doing on there. But I think it imprinted on me because I was like, "This is hot." Okay, I understand that this is hot. Sure. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Did she? Oh, you know what? Did she do anything when she was younger? Where now it's like there's black and white photos of her being fucking super. She seemed like she'd be like one of those traveling Miss Alabamas doing shows for the USO or something like that. Yeah. I have to look this up later. Yeah. Early days of a fucking worldwide spunker. <laughs> <laughs> Any big names in the spunker game I should know about? No, I'm really just getting my feet wet at this point. I'm gonna, I'm so gonna wear a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna come across a favorite pretty soon, I bet. But a lot of them really just you don't even know together. what you like yet. No, I don't. That's this is this is a whole new. This you're literally just taking, is you're like this is all world. great. I bet. Yeah. Wow. It's it's like when you uh, when you first go to a theme park when you're a kid, you're just like, <laughs> what's your favorite ride? And you're just like all of them. <laughs> then eventually you're like, all right, King Daka is clearly the fucking favorite. So I'm wait. King Daka's the Rue McClanahan yeah. of roller coasters. <laughs> I'm waiting to find my King to Grandma. <laughs> you know what? We're not even five minutes in, dude. You're playing like that. I me? refuse to stop. You're playing too much, too early. All right. Okay. Your mouse writing checks that my fucking gut can't cash. <laughs> Better Tough fucking cookies. Chill. So uh, do you see the DC Spunkers sticking around? What are you coming off of? What are you hitting Spunkers from? Uh, a naughty stepmoms was a big one. That seems like a gateway. Yeah, it's for sure. Yeah, it's it's milfs, then naughty stepmoms who are just trying to keep their stepkids in line, and then it's like, okay, well, well, here's an older lady who's trying to get get control of the stepmom, step grandmoms. It's like, oh man, it's just really this is. It's like spinoffs. It's like going from Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul. <laughs> it's like going from Breaking Bad to doing meth yourself. <laughs> 
Are you worried? Are you worried that this is what's the next thing? Do you ever do you ever worry that you're going to spin too far out of control and there's no coming back? No, because I feel like I'm getting to a point where I can be done with porn at some point. Literally everything is kind of You're already thinking about retirement. Dude. I've been there and done that. Your heart's that. out of the game. Yeah. You're not you can't compete. I've seen a million faces and I've watched people come <laughs> on the mall. Fuck. <laughs> That's my new back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But the great thing about porn is th- there's always something that seems to get you. And now with Pornhub, I haven't done this, yet, done this yet, but I felt guilty about it. But you can make a donation to the people you beat off the most, beat mm-hmm. off to the most. Okay. And now that we have a Patreon, it's kind of like a man in the mirror moment. <laughs> I get it. So I... I'm kind of on the verge of, of just donating to the ladies that I beat off to the most. We're just the middleman for the spunkers at this point. <laughs> Every dollar you send, 99 cents is going to fucking <laughs> some spunker mics into. <laughs> I wonder what they spend their, their, their spunk money on. Ugh, I don't know, man. Perfume and shit, probably. <laughs> with the with the squeezer on the end? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're buying like packs and packs of Family Guy boxers for their co-stars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Okay, thank you. I guess. Did you keep a receipt? <laughs> it's a bit of uh, old lady giving you gifts on Christmas humor. Don't fucking, don't fucking worry about it. They go for it, man. Old guys, they'll really. I think old guys kind of give the impression that they're in the fucking longer than they actually are, but older ladies, I feel, are really, really going further than the men. Ooh, this is an interesting theory. Yeah. So you think old dudes are all talk? For the most part, yeah. Interesting. Now, where I might be wrong is we've all seen the Lemon Party picture. We definitely have all seen Lemon Party. So there's some there's some real... Uh, Those guys were pretty old, and they were going after it pretty hard. They're playing from whistle to whistle. <laughs> so you think? Uh, do you think it's just like hardware-related? Like, they would if they That's could. That's a big part of it. Yeah. But also, I, th- I think with the ladies that are in the porn... Those are real, real trendsetters. They know what they want out of life because you got to figure that when somebody hits like forty and they're not in the porn game, because these aren't all aged porn porn stars that were killing it in the eighties. These are women that I've never heard of before that probably saw their kids grow up and were just like, you know what, I'm going to take up something new. <laughs> it was either this or wine painting, <laughs> painting with a twist or spunker porn, <laughs> and it just Groupon was down that night, and this is how it ended up. Could you imagine seeing an older lady in your family in one of those? Like, stumbling yeah. upon it? Yeah, that would be tough. Probably not as tough as, like... What's the, what's the movie where the guy sees his daughter in it? It's like, the classic movie? What's it called? You know what I'm talking about. God damn it. Hardcore? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know that one. It was, like, George C. Scott or something like that. Sees his daughter I've in never a seen that. gangbang porn or something. I don't know. I'm Jeez, going off man. an IMDb synopsis that's all one time. I've never actually seen this movie. I actually, it might not even be real, but I, I was, you know, seeing an older lady in your family, you could almost be like, oh, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> well, with sex work now, there's so much money to be made and so many different ways to get it. I wouldn't be surprised to see more and more of them getting involved, especially with webcamming. Oh, yeah. Gramming. Make a ton of do- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then phone sex. You ever call phone sex? No, that was before my time. Like, we used to call it from pay phones just to get to the menu because uh, yeah, for some reason you could do that. Good, yeah. And uh, no, never. Is it any good? It can be. 
the the first time I called, <laughs> the first time I called was when I got my first credit card back in the late nineties, and not everybody who was a phone sex operator is good at it. When I called, I started like a normal conversation. I said, "So what are you doing?" And the lady who was the phone sex operator, she said, uh, "I'm just laying in bed doing my taxes." Was that scenario or? No, I didn't plan on it. I mean, I and it's I eventually hung up pretty quickly because it just wasn't what I expected. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> I'd, I'd hate for somebody to get audited just because I had to come on a Tuesday night. <laughs> but then the next time I called, I actually involved my wife, and I was sitting at home. I had two or three pint glasses of vodka, so I was fucked up, and I was just cranking rap videos on YouTube, and I was rapping for my wife, <laughs> and then we went upstairs. And and I dialed phone sex because I I told her I wanted her I don't know you know I don't even know if I told her that I wanted her to do this I think I just dialed the number and then I went down on her and I handed her the phone <laughs> she's just like hello and I was like yeah just just it's it's a lady from phone sex just talk so she's trying to like make awkward small talk with this lady from phone sex while I'm while I'm eating her pussy <laughs> and then because of how much vodka I drank. I, I knew I was going to get sick. So while my wife was still on the phone with this phone sex operator, I ran into the bathroom and started throwing up. <laughs> it hurts so bad to laugh. This is the fucking worst. And that was the second and last time I ever called phone sex. <laughs> what did they talk about while you puking? I don't know. Just probably what a fucking dildo I was. The lady on the other okay? line, the phone sex lady was also puking. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Just laying in bed, puking. <laughs> oh my god! This is where the whole idea for the sex torso came from, or is the same, along yeah, the same be. lines? Yeah, around there, dude. I was looking up Black Friday deals on sex torsos for nothing you. for I me. Just, no. Well, no, I found some options, but I just wasn't. I wasn't in love with the reviews. Uh, I'm not going. I'm not going three and a half stars on a sex torso for you, buddy. Not this Christmas. You know what, man? I think I'm just going to roll the dice when I get my income tax check. Yeah? Because I could get something really good for that. You're going to go full lady. I know know it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, the money's just sitting there. It's just tax money. Well, I got burned on the torso, so I might as well. I got to think that if they're selling a full lady. If you were Make-A-Wish kid, they'd hit you with a full lady. (laughs) They'd be like, this this fucking grown man didn't get his sex torso. Yeah, that would be it was on the local news. Yeah, no, I'm sure some brothels do like make a wish for fucking dying comers. Yeah. They <laughs> they put on a show too, like when kids do it in football, everybody clears out of the way and lets them go through the end zone. So they probably hem and haw about you're gonna, me. You're gonna be a retarded uh, grade school football coach that gets to run <laughs> one play. <laughs> do you ever see the video of the blind kid that gets to run a play? Yeah. That's fucking rules. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> I feel uh, like everything. It's gonna be you. They're gonna put a blindfold on you, just <laughs> run you into a brothel. I would do that. I always wanted to go to the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, I, I loved that show when I first saw it. Yeah, it was the best. I was probably that was a long time ago. I think I was probably early teens when yeah. that started coming on. I always thought it was cool as fucking shit. I was like, dude, that guy lives in the desert, just surrounded <laughs> by fucking tit meat all day. <laughs> God damn. There's actually there was one that was on. Um, a podcast I listened to this guy Tim Ferriss. There was a girl there, I forget her name, but she was like this little Irish chick. It was pretty hot, and she was re- she was really 
um, she clearly loved it. She wasn't just like a lost soul who just found it as a last resort. But she clearly knew what the fuck she was doing. Highly educated. Just super, super sexy. And just somebody who... Seem like they would be fun to. I thought you were tearing up for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got lost in a moment. Yeah. Took you back. Yeah, man. But hey, man. I'm sure that entire life is just horrific. You were seeing what they were showing you on HBO reality TV. Yeah, well, I, I looked into it because I was always like leery of how the pricing worked because I figured. I never got that far. What was it all about? There's, I figured there had to be some kind of really, really scammy aspect to it, but it doesn't seem like there is. Apparently, every girl, at least at the Bunny Ranch, and I think it, it's probably across the board with these brothels, they can negotiate their own price, and whatever they negotiate, they have to share with the house. Mm-hmm. So, if, so if, if a girl likes a situation, she can give you a fair price, but if somebody goes in, in there just... Guns blazing, total dickhead. They're gonna bend you over the sink. Whether or not, regardless of whether or not you want to bend them over the sink. All right. Well, uh, the you know the Patreon's picking up. Yeah. None of this is far off there. for you. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought uh, that dude was a horror movie character. Who Hoff? Dennis Hoff. Dennis Hoff. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Creep. Is he dead? Yeah, he died. Man. Oh, I don't mean to speak ill of the dead. He actually won a uh, an elected an elected position after dying. Huh? In it's <laughs> like mayor of pussy. <laughs> in like it's like Pahrump, Nevada, or something like that. Something <laughs> which is very pussified. Yeah. <laughs> Butt cheeks, Nevada. <laughs> He's the mayor uh, <laughs> to this day. That's what's up. Are you? Uh, do you have your son circumcised? By the way. Yeah, I did. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I couldn't do that to him. You couldn't leave it on? No. But I, I I, had them both circed knowing that it's, like, not cool to do. Like, I knew yeah. that there are men that are, like, really upset about it. And I even part of me is, like, it is kind of stupid. There's no point to it. But when when push came to shove, I was just like, yeah, go, go ahead. It feels yeah, terrible now. I was thinking about it all day. You feel terrible now? Yeah, I feel terrible about oh, it. Oh, no, man. Don't you? No. Do you ever feel like, ah, oh, man... They they mut- look how they mutilated yeah, my boy. Look what they did to my boy. <laughs> no, not really, man. Because I don't know. It just seems when I see it in porn, when chicks are just pulling it back, it's like they're pulling like a scarf out of a magician's pocket. Yeah, you it know, just funny? never ends. I, I I did ask Mary Jo about this before I came here. I was <laughs> like, do you think do you think it's weird that I'm hung up on this? And she was like, Oh God, no. I was I was never gonna let them circumcise my boy. I, oh, or yeah. not. I was never gonna let them un uncircumcise. Yeah, I was making them. I was making them yeah. do it. I was like, you gave oh. the order, man. I was like, well, I don't know how like serious all like the you know the bacterial stuff that they talk about is. Mm-hmm. She was like, I just no one will ever fuck him. Yeah, he's not circumcised. <laughs> She's almost exact words that she used. Oh man, you got to tell Ben this when he gets older. She was like, yeah, your mom had your fucking back and your front. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your mom is the reason why you're getting all this pussy now. Seriously, and uh, I it, to me the way I was justifying it though, I was just like, I can't stand the way that like. An uncircumcised bird looks like, like when you're giving your friend a ride somewhere and you pull up and they haven't gotten ready yet. It's like, dude, you knew I was coming. Yeah. Come on, get it together. Yeah, every uncircumcised dick looks like fucking Eeyore. <laughs> it's a horror. Yeah. I, so I, I, yeah. Now I feel 100 percent better, but I was just like, oh. What I wonder what they do with the meat. The doctor just like basketball shots it into a trash can. Well, remember when all those. Uh, Rabbis got in trouble because at the they bris, suck they suck the bird blood. Yeah. 
And they were like spreading herpes through the Jewish community <laughs> via baby bird. They're, that's fucked up. I feel like that should be a bigger deal. That seems like the most real life satanic ritual shit I've ever heard. It's like, well, we have to suck baby penis blood. Well, it's clearly written in the book here. here. <laughs> yeah. That another pedophile scene. wrote. <laughs> They're tapping like a clipboard with the rules on it. <laughs> this is the Torah. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, I also had a laugh at like uh, like making requests to the doctor as they're cutting your baby's dick because because like every every top. well every circumcised penis looks like it has a bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give it a fade? Yeah, yeah. Can you fashion the back into a duck's ass? <laughs> can we can we two clip this bird, please? So I guess I don't care as much anymore. Plus, I feel like it quieted down. There were a couple of months in like 2017 where it was like, you can't circumcise boys anymore. And then that went away. That was Birdgate. Like, <laughs> They're like, yeah, dude, now we're sniffing. Yeah. Oh, man. Crazy. It's crazy what they get away with. Stealing baby penis material <laughs> and sucking on them. Wow. They probably just float, throw it in the uh, flux capacitor. And it makes the DeLorean <laughs> run faster. 1.21 kilowatts. <laughs> It's your kids, Marty. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you also went through it. Yeah, it was fine. And honestly, the birth birthing process was such a whirlwind that I really didn't put much thought into it. Or yeah, they could have said they were cutting his head off. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, where fine, do I yeah, sign? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to that point, I, I'm, I'm still kind of heated about this, and I haven't changed it back yet. But somehow, my first two kids have a hyphenated last name. And it's like a big pain in the balls to change it to just my last name. You have to adopt them again. You have to readopt them. Yeah. So I'm thinking if I left right now, I'd only be on the hook for one child support, <laughs> which would be pretty awesome. We're <laughs> at 50% child yeah. support. <laughs> Give it a try, dude. Only one way to find out. Yeah. You run off with a phone sex lady. Do <laughs> our taxes. Prepaid phone cards all across the country. <laughs> Doing your taxes together. <laughs> why are they? Why are their names hyphenated? I don't know. I, I think... White maybe, trash tradition? Yes. And I think maybe my, my wife had filled out the paperwork and, and just... Oh, classic. Yeah. You fucking goofed it up. Yeah, I was I was in there the whole time for, for my son. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, she was delivering them. Yeah. They handed her paperwork. You're <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. can't be bothered. Yeah. Like Amazon, they just take a picture of the baby, let you know it's there. Does, yep. it, does it ever bum you out that you won't go through that again? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I'm, I've I've actually been like, uh, you know, thinking about this vasectomy coming up. When's that coming? The seventeenth of December. Oh man. Yeah, and uh, it's making me sad. But it's like I there's I I couldn't respond. I shouldn't even have the kids I have. If we're talking like <laughs> numbers and stuff, I couldn't justify having a fourth kid. Yeah. Yeah, money was was always the biggest thing for me, and it was a big hindrance to why. I wasn't able to enjoy their births as much as I feel like I could have. Do you think anyone's out there enjoying births, though? It's pretty stressful. I don't know about enjoying them. Like, you would enjoy a fucking a hockey game that you won club box seats to. <laughs> but at the same time, being able to take in the full experience. I was screaming when they were delivering. I was like, yes! Yes! <laughs> Deliver them! <laughs> I was banging on the glass. <laughs> fuck you doing out there doc <laughs> you're taking dumb penalties <laughs> you didn't need to cut his penis <laughs> no i'm gonna yeah i'd have i'd have babies also like 
I don't know how everyone's aunts and uncles have nine kids. We were just talking about this. Like every uh, person, a generation older than us at Thanksgiving was like, well, my parents came from a family of 15. And it's, uh, it's probably also because like kids just died all the time. So you had to have spares. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, there was like one generation where finally kids stopped dying so much, and everyone was like, well, "What do you do? Fifteen kids? <laughs> no one has like a farm anymore. Like these are all. <laughs> everyone's like suddenly in row homes. <laughs> that was definitely a, a historical transformation. I was I was thinking about something today regarding how many kids I got, and I do you do you feel this too? Because we have the same amount of kids, but do you ever feel like you could be a much better dad if you could just centralize all your attention on the one child? I don't know. I think I'd get annoying. I think uh, I'm having a hard time um, like drawing a line where eventually they're going to be their own people. Mm. And I'm going to, I can already see I'm going to have a hard time letting go. Mm. So like when Lucy's like, all right, well I have my own life now. I'm like, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm responsible for you 24 hours a day. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make sure you eat every meal. And like, eventually that's not going to be like that. And yeah. it's going to cripple me. So then I get to do it to the next two. I get, <laughs> I just need a succession of children to, latch on to and love oh boy so yeah I, I like spreading it around to the other kids also like in having more kids made me better at like the older kids mm. that's a good point having a million well, kids it's the shit yeah it is fun man and i and one thing that i remember distinctly when i had my first one Compared to the last one, by the last one, I was just like, "All right, th- everything is this is just fun. I know how shit's gonna work out. This is gonna be cool." When I had my first one, the very first time I was left alone with her, she just cried the second my wife left the fucking house. My wife had only gone out for like three or four hours that night, but I just remember like staring at my daughter as I'm holding her while she's screaming, and remember saying, "Why don't you like me?" Just like well, by the third one, it's like, "All right, this dickhead's gonna stop crying as soon as I give him a <laughs> bottle and change his diaper." Yeah, kids are easy. Yeah. They're not they really are. You're almost taught that like to be mystified by them by like movies and shit, but like they're the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, and I think when you get to a, somebody should tell you that if you if you can master and get over not getting the sleep that you want, everything else is easy. Cuz to me that was the only hard part, even though 99 out of 100 times my wife would be the one to get up. I started stand-up when we had just had Ben, I think. So we had a brand-new baby, and Lucy was like two. Mm. And then I started stand-up. So, And I had a full-time job. So it was like I was only sleeping like three to four hours a couple, a couple of nights a week. Mm-hmm. So it all felt pretty natural to me. Yeah, And I, I associated it all with like fun. And like so not sleeping to me actually fucking rules sometimes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm not a big sleeper anyway. I was like, I'm a habitual, like, stay up late, play video games, get up early, play video games before work kind of guy. So, dude, total, total natural adjustment for me. No big deal. <laughs> Maybe that makes me fucking the dad I am. I don't know. Who's the Probably say, does. I say. Dude, who's this? It does. <laughs> Final word. Mm-hmm. God damn. It's done. Adjourned. <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, would, you, you struggled uh, with not sleeping. Primarily be, because I had, most nights I would drink about 12 beers. Mm-hmm. So that was my biggest issue. So you would get to the point where you, you wanted and needed to fall asleep and were not allowed to. Yeah, it was just a big cramp cramp to my style. Because my whole thing was just chilling and hanging out. And I, I started stand-up. That's like the official motto of people with children with hyphenated last names. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a real fucking cramp in my style. Because <laughs> when we found out we were having a baby, I had just started stand-up. Mm. And 
I started in January of 2003, and my daughter was born in, in June of 2003. And... By that point, within a couple months, within a few weeks of doing comedy, it was just like, all right, I'm getting hammered every night and telling jokes and having the time of my life. Meanwhile, my wife's just fucking sitting at home waiting to have a baby. Yeah, it was tough. I wasn't very good. And then even going forward into our second baby, I was just, Papa was rolling stone, man. (laughs) I just wanted to do my own thing. But by the time the third one rolled around, I think that was the time where I, I really became comfortable with being a dad and enjoying the process and and looking forward to everything so i really i really got a lot out of that whereas my immaturity definitely stood in the way of of me being as good of a dad to the first two kids as i as i should have been yeah i think there's definitely uh an opportunity for your kids to show you who you actually are yeah that's true like you we talked in in the patreon last week uh, or the other day about people that like think they're like we should have kids. like people that think they should have kids or like they have their shit together and decide they're gonna have kids. Uh, yeah, I get it. I dude, I get it. Living that way, sure, I see mm-hmm. the appeal. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think if you have kids when you're living desperately and they <laughs> straighten you out and kind of like lead you, mm-hmm. that's way more rewarding for you. Oh, without a doubt, it's probably definitely harder on the kids, but I think it makes them very interesting. Well, it's, I mean, that's something that you have to keep in mind too. Is that hardship really? puts things in perspective for everybody. And I think our kids are getting, our older kids are to the point now where they could probably recognize how hard we work, you know, what we sacrifice to provide for them. And then also it makes when they get really cool shit that much more valuable as opposed to if, you know, we were each making, you know, high six figures or something like that and everything was given to them and nothing, nothing means anything. If you're just born into a life of ease. Oh, yeah. When, when my kids frequently get nothing and then they're like, can I have this thing? And it's like six bucks. I'm like, Psh, that thing? Yeah, dude. No big deal. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. They don't understand the difference yeah. between like something kind of cheap and something really expensive. Yeah. So when I, yeah, I'm very generous when I can afford to be. Absolutely, man. And they, they think I'm the fucking man. Well, you are, dude. Well, dude. Obviously, you, you've got a developed adult brain. You can you can recognize <laughs> it. You can see it a mile away. They're, they're just children, dude. All they know is fucking... YouTubers and bullshit. Oh, my God. One thing, one milestone that I'm really looking forward to, and I'm hoping to hit it this summer, is to have our first vacation where it's planned out so carefully that I don't worry about money the entire time. Where are you going? I don't know. Oh. I'm definitely not going back to California. Just It's gotten to the point where my whole family, it's way too stressful. If I'm lone wolfing it, it fucking rules. But if I got the whole squad with me, no. What I Right now, where I think we might go is Clearwater, Florida. Because that's just like the kind of place where... Big destination for kids with hyphenated laughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hulk Hogan lives down there, man. God damn. Yeah, it's the best, man. I fucking love Florida. I, I want to have my ashes shot out of a t-shirt gun in Florida. Is Clearwater where the Phillies have spring training? Yeah. You're going to yeah. go, you're gonna try to catch some of that? No, I'll be down there probably the in June. Okay. But there's so much cool shit down there. It's within a short drive of Tampa. And my wife and I, we went there by ourselves a couple summers ago and had the time of our lives. There's a really cool Salvador Dali Museum in Tampa. Actually, that might be St. Petersburg. But I just love the overall feel of Florida just because everywhere you go, it just feels like it you're about your to be energy. murdered. Yeah, it matches your energy for sure. Oh, and they have Wawa's down there. Whoa! Yeah, man. God damn. Yeah. Oh, that's where I bought you that um that shark t-shirt. Oh, hell yeah. The yeah. tank. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Get a lot of miles out of that thing. Yeah, Clearwater fucking rules, man. And plus, 
the water that you go into, it's the Gulf of Mexico, so it's warm, which I'm kind of not wild about, but with kids, I can definitely relax a little bit more because I'm not worried about them getting swept out to sea. <laughs> you just got to watch out for the kids, like, floating up on makeshift rafts. Yeah. <laughs> How Did about they still you? Do that? I don't know, man. Elian Gonzalez still a thing? They, they, I mean, he's. I'm sure he started a, a tour. Yeah, I remember, dude. You remember when like your your Thanksgiving uncles like just loved sharing Elian Gonzalez emails, <laughs> like chain like joke meet like pre memes. Ford, 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 Ford. Yeah, like AOL memes yeah. about Elian. That was so fucking rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh I, I was at dinner with my uncle Scott last night who is like the quintessential my fucking uncle at Thanksgiving and he fucking rules. <laughs> he started off with some bullshit about how Thanksgiving used to be about like women begging forgiveness for, from their husbands <laughs> and it no one liked it. Everyone fucking hated it and he like he was like grinning. Like he was so fucking happy. That he was everyone, hamming it up. Everyone hated it and he loved it. And then he hit us with the fucking maybe the coolest thing I've ever heard. He goes um someone was talking about vacationing in Mexico. And uh, it was just like this, like, you know, light story about like, and then we thought about trying surfing and it's like, well, it was a little kind of rough. And there's like, we heard about a riptide and he uh, like smacked his uh, glass of gin down. He was like, any of the riptide that kills you. And then he waited. It felt like 20 minutes before he kept talking. He was like, it's the fear. Ooh. And I was like, hell yeah, dude, that fucking rules. <laughs> And then, like, he explained what he was talking about. Like, yeah, we get it, dude. We understand. Like, yeah, people react poorly and they drown. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, he's, he told it like he had a story about a guy drowning, but he just watches enough National Geographic or whatever. Dude, he should make his own gin and make that the slogan. He's the fucking man. <laughs> One time he bet me uh, he bet me $300 I couldn't put a tr- pull a tree stump out of the ground. Did you do it? And I knew he would pay me if I did it. And I couldn't know. It wasn't ready to come out. But over a, a period of, like, six hours i was in his backyard wiggling this gigantic tree stump it probably weighed 240 pounds of what was left no probably closer to 300 and i was just like trying everything i could to wedge this fucking tree stump out of the ground eventually i got it and he gave me the 300 bucks you're an earth dentist (laughs) an earthodontist if you will (laughs) stop mike come on dude if i had a whistle i'd be blowing it right now (laughs) with you playing like that Man, that's fucking cool, man. Anyway, that was one of those days where I was like, yeah, he's the fucking man. It's it's written in stone. Yeah, Dude, fucking, cool. fucking best. He also man. shot me in the dick with a BB gun one time while I was running across his yard. Oh, man, did it leave a scar? <laughs> no, but he fucking loves telling the story. Yet another reason to keep all your bird meat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why everybody's nuts about bird meat. Because you don't have any fucking spare. Yeah. <laughs> and you're giving it away as soon as you're born. No, thank you. Jesus, man. You can go back and grab it. They probably have it in like a jar or something. <laughs> all pickled (laughs) where do you think you're going to go on vacation next oh i don't know i want to go back to the pacific northwest i like hanging out with my sister and seeing waterfalls and shit i just want to go somewhere cold water and get in it oh man yeah oh dude polar bear let's polar bear yeah let's do it yeah we're doing it lock it in dude we're doing all right throw dorian a couple bucks he'll bring a camera done deal man we'll bring the dogs along for the ride oh man that'll be fun i've never done that before have you no is there a way you could do it where it's not all like corny like uh yeah, we'll just go. Like a local radio station event. Like yeah. A, we'll just do our own, man. Yeah, we'll go on a weekday, too. That way nobody will be there. I love the fucking beach when nobody's there. Me, too. It just I love everything when no one's there. Yeah, I was just telling fucking Mishuli on the way in that if anytime I go to a party, I just fantasize about locking myself in a closet. <laughs> yeah, you are telling me about that when you were playing fucking Mario Kart. Oh, yeah, man. That's how, <laughs> that's how I... 
fingered somebody the first time. But you're, trying to, you're just trying to, you're chasing that dragon of that yeah. feeling for the rest of your life. <laughs> you fucking fired up fucking Mario Kart 64 at a party. <laughs> yeah, everything's better alone. I like solace. I, I'm i learning to like crowds. I'm getting into them. Uh, I used to, you know why I didn't like them was because I would dread a friendly face. And this happened a lot in stand up when someone would tell you, you did a great job when mm. you knew you didn't do well. But, like, you were standing next to someone that really did well. Yeah. Like, it happened to me when I was standing with Doogie one time. Doogie did great. I did oh, shitty. Oh, he's the man. Yeah, and they came over, and I was like, as the guy was approaching, I could tell he was about to say something nice. And I was like, oh, God. And Doogie took it as me being like, oh, I got to interact with the fans. <laughs> and I, I never corrected the record with him. I was just so embarrassed that he saw me that way. And I just let it go. But the guy came over, and he was like, you were so awesome, man. Great job. And then he was like, hey, you did good. And I was like, oh, fuck, no, I didn't. Yeah. Stop. God damn it. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah. But now, if anyone's willing to say something nice, I'll just be like, well, thanks for saying so. That's a great approach. Yeah, dude, I appreciate it. Yeah. You went out of your way. <laughs> Especially if we both know you're fucking lying. But <laughs> right through your it. teeth. I do. I appreciate it maybe even more. Oh, one thing I really appreciate, appreciate about you uh, regarding people talking to you after a show was there was one time where I was selling books after a show. Oh, your tell, terrible advice. Oh, God. Yeah. And that most nights, which is a great book, by the way. Oh, thank you. Okay, I, I believe so. I don't too. want to keep me uh, interrupting your story. Thank you. But after shows, I would sell copies of my book and some nights it would be cool. I'd sell some copies, but most nights people would just walk past me like I was holding up a fucking sign with the most offensive shit you could ever fucking imagine. You were wearing the sandwich board sign from uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. But yeah, I, I would be out there and just embarrassed, just wondering if I should even fucking be doing this. But one time Tim stood next to me and he pretended like he was my agent and he was on the phone with Hollywood. And uh, I remember the one thing you said was, uh, you know what, we're actually going to need the second money briefcase. So if you guys could drop that off, that would be great. <laughs> so thank you for that. I could do that every day. If you did, if you set up a book stand every day, I could be your agent just fucking barking. I would do it now. Hell yeah. Now I feel empowered enough to just stand there and because I was proud of my books, but it was just so awkward because there would be some shows where I just would do okay and it's hard to sell shit after you just did okay. Yeah. You got to look people in the eye like if, like it's the fucking Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, it's hard not to eat mozzarella sticks in a taxi after you fucking <laughs> just do okay. That's why I stopped. <laughs> I was just doing okay too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, speaking of eating shit on stage, the hardest I ate shit was my first gig where I was billed as the headliner and I was so so optimistic and so excited for this gig that I wore a suit to it and I just ate shit for whatever amount of time I was up there and right after I went to Helium to do the midnight show with you guys and as soon as I walked in you said I look like a <laughs> like a gay loan shark <laughs> and that took a lot More of, of a the sting dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> I just tagged my own joke yeah. from eight years ago Man, I'm a cool guy. And for the record, dolphins are just sharks without dads. <laughs> so oh, thanks man. for all that, Tim. Dude, thank you. Every experience man. with you is a fucking treasure. Likewise, man. I, I can pinpoint every bit of fun that I've had over the past fucking eight years. Do you remember the time we did a we we did a a sketch that we didn't write at an improv show? And I spiked the a football. football yeah, yeah, and it yeah. Went right into someone's face. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. They should actually do a Mythbusters That's the episode. Whole story. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? It was. 
I remember I was so disappointed in you for being gay, but then I gave you my credit card to be as gay to get all the gay things you needed. What? No, I was your dad yeah. and you were my son. Yeah, we were both wearing turtlenecks. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> what the fuck was it? You, you, yeah, you were worried that I was gay, and I was t- denying being gay by saying all the gay shit that I was doing. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I remember you saying, uh, sometimes I just want to slam on a bird. Then <laughs> 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 you spiked the ball in the audience at this at this theater. They were right on top of you, and Tim fucking slammed this ball as hard as he could, and it it just it was like something out of fucking Looney Tunes. It just took a direction that only a fucking Roger Rabbit football <laughs> could have taken. Also, I, I, how many noses have we broken performing comedy together? Oh yeah, damn. There's actually vi- yeah, there's video of the one of, of us um, on a Christmas show. Um, I, I launched a full non-alcoholic beer into the audience and it hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I threw it like it was a fucking baseball. So fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, man. That guy was a real good sport about it, though. He loved it. Yeah. He was a huge fan. Yeah. Got back from the hospital in time for the end <laughs> of the show. Yeah, we we live it up, man. We show our asses. Whole ass. You got to give us that. <laughs> you got to respect mm-hmm. how we are a couple of fucking retards. We circumcise our sons and we show our asses. <laughs> What did you write down on, on the uh, notepad that you brought with you? Actually, it was something that you said to me in conversation the other day. You had said, if your eyes are not on the prize, we're not walking in the same direction. Do you remember the context? Because I, this is how quickly I'll forget something. We were probably talking about getting sandwiches somewhere. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we are next week. Uh, uh, our interview with uh, N.A. Poe. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, man. We're going to get sandwiches, too. I love... Uh, Entrepreneurs and sandwiches. Yep. I'm excited for that. I can't wait. Is that going to be free or Patreon? Mm, that's a good question. Mm, I'm just talking about premium content, dogs. Yeah, that, that is premium. Meet us over there. Okay. You won't regret it. Yeah, look up N.A. Poe. He's a fucking weird guy who, if you're smoking weed, weed right now, you owe it to him. <laughs> so thank yeah, you. Yeah, him and 311. Yeah. <laughs> Offer it up. <laughs> We we uh, that if you if your eyes aren't on the prize, we're walking in the same direction. We're not walking in the same direction. Thing that was almost definitely in regards to like cutting shitty people out of your life. Ooh, definitely. That's yeah. That, that about, definitely fits. N- now we're like we're fine tuning it beyond like cutting the negative people out. If you you got to cut out the people that aren't like proactive for themselves. That's the truth. Because they're gonna they're gonna hold you back, dude. It's crabs in yeah. a bucket everywhere you look. It is, man. They're gonna resent your success. They're gonna poison your life. Whew. Get the get him the fuck out of here. Get him out of their seats. Call the fucking attendant over. Get the flashlight <laughs> in his eyes. Get the fuck out of here. It's fun after a while when you start cutting out turds. At first, it's very difficult to leave people behind. But then once you make a few cuts, you start to build a little momentum. And you're just like, all right, this is actually fucking cool. And you could tell a lot about how much people actually care about you by how angry they get when you can't accommodate them anymore. Whereas somebody that actually cares about you, if if they said, hey, let's go out tonight, you're just like, well, no, I'm actually working on this. I'm studying or doing something that's going to take time away from you. And if they fucking freak out, you know they're fucking turds. Mm. Yeah. That's what I mean by the crabs in the bucket mentality, dude. Mm -hmm. They see you reaching the rim of the bucket and they start snapping at your cheeks. They're they're trying to get their fucking grubby little claws around you. It's not the good kind of rim job either. (laughs) Fuck. 
it catches me off guard every time, and I'm not <laughs> equipped to laugh. Dude, it's, it feels like I'm being stabbed talking to you this entire time. Can you think of one person? You don't have to name them, but one person who you cut out that at the time was super difficult, but now you're just like, thank God I got rid of that fucking turd. Uh, yeah, sure. I can. I can think of a couple of examples. I actually, no one where it was like definitive on my part, but I've definitely let some people slide away that I I, th- I think maybe didn't have my best, um, mm-hmm. uh, best what's intentions. No, they didn't have the best. They didn't have the best intentions. Okay. What about you? Yeah, there was uh, a couple friendships. Fucking Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever cut Steve out or is he dead? My actions ended up cutting Steve out. Um, his... You're going to say ended up killing him. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, we were best friends for a while, and then um, he and his wife had an argument. We were at, it was after a Flyers game. We went to Chickie and Pete's, and a bunch of the Flyers ended up showing up. And I just went over and sat right at the same table with Riley Cote, the Flyers like fighter at the time. And he could not have been any nicer, and I still cringe when I think about this story because I was such an obnoxious dickhead. I was just pestering him with questions. He was just there with his girlfriend. And Steve's girlfriend, now wife, had brought my food over. And I have no recollection of ever saying this, and I don't think I did. But it's not out of the realm of possibility. But she said that when she brought my food over to me, I looked up at her and I said, fuck off. Whoa. Yeah, I can't picture myself saying that. But but I could also... Picture myself being so engrossed in my conversation with Riley Cote, Flyers Enforcer. Dude, what if you... <laughs> that I might have said that. <laughs> what if you were trying to impress him like a little kid? Like she came over and you're like, get out of here, you stupid cunt. Nah, oh, dude. You believe this, Riley? Check this out, Riley. Well, we're getting to the C word, Oh, Tim. Riley. <laughs> we, we do progress to the C word eventually. And she had driven that night, so she gave me a ride home. And she wasn't talking. Then eventually I got it out of her. She said, yeah, when I brought your food over, you said this. And I was just like, I didn't fuck it. There's no way I said that. So then when we got back to my apartment, I invited her and Steve in. And I was just saying over and over, I didn't say this. And this really threw me into fucking overdrive. She picked up a picture of my kids on top of my big screen TV, no big deal, um, and said, <laughs> this, this is who your behavior is affecting. Damn. And I just fucking snapped. I said, fuck you, you Pittsburgh cunt. <laughs> and at that point, Steve and I started fist fighting, and like our friendship was essentially over. We hung out a couple times after that, but it was just never the same. That'd be awkward. Yeah, and it's especially awkward for them now because I'm in the wedding photos. Oh, I took my shirt off at the wedding too. I brought a dildo to the church for the rehearsal. <laughs> I brought a dildo in a brown bag, and I left it in one of the pews. I can't keep up with this story, dude. This is too fast paced. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad about that stuff because I was just being obnoxious. I just needed the attention on me. Oh man, but. <laughs> so when that was the end of that. When you were when you were mistreating her to impress Riley Cote, did you pull her old navy fleece overhead and start uppercutting her? <laughs> <laughs> that probably would have been less catastrophic than Well, thanks for the mozzarella sticks, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey Riley, look like you. This is like you. This is like what you do. <laughs> but yeah, that was essentially the end of that. And um I was friends with his brother too. He he was a good friend and that ended in a fight too. And we just never spoke and we we both we, we as a group we were just not good people together. So it was good that we all went our separate ways. And there were plenty of times where like I was the bad link in the equation. So it's good that people got away from me during that time period too. But yeah, that was a big one. That was that was a that was a hard relationship to end. But you know it did. Damn, was that was that wasn't even the one you were thinking of. I interrupted you and brought up Steve. Was there a different one? No, that was talking? it. Oh, I yeah, yeah. It. that's a lot, dude. 
but it was just, I mean, it was, you know, we really didn't do anything. It was just us just sitting around being negative constantly, just getting hammered every night. And it was fun, but it wasn't necess- we weren't necessarily good influences on each other. So yeah. it, was just, it was just time for those, that friendship to end. And, you know, I miss them sometimes, but, you know, it ended. And what do you think he do? listens to this? I don't know. Maybe he does. I know he signed up for my blog when I had it. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I saw I saw his um his uh email address and I actually emailed I was like, Oh man, I'm so glad you signed up for this and it was just like he never responded. Ah. So then I wrote an entire blog about him. No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, people grow up and you know. Man, the smile on your face as you said that. Yeah. That was great. That was like a yeah. Mr. Rogers moment. Yeah, and it was like the end of that relationship at the end of those relationships because I was friends with his brother too. Um, I mean, it was just necessary, for, I think, for everybody's growth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you have to do a lot of times. You're bad for so. each other, dude. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's incompatible. Yeah. By being too compatible. That's yeah. the problem. And the thing that is hard to accept but ultimately ends up serving you is you're going to, a lot of times you're going to end up being very lonely when you cut certain people out of your life and you have to go through that loneliness whether it's with people or or just behaviors that you're trying to trying to cut out it's, it's gonna, like when a dude stays with a lady because he's afraid of being lonely after they break up yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's the worst thing Same for you thing. but then you fucking endure it and then you're gonna come out even more powerful and better for it worse things than being by yourself without a doubt and it's so hard to come to that realization though yeah especially not when you're I, I always try to remind my wife that I'm with her because I choose to be like I really want to. And she always takes it the wrong way. I'm like, you know, I'd divorce you if I wanted to. Right. And she's like, uh, I'm like, I'm saying it in a good way. I'm saying like we're together because I want to be. You don't like this? And she's like, I don't think so. I'm, look, what I'm saying is that I would leave you. I would, never, I would walk out of your life in an instant. That's what I, I'm telling I could. you. I mean, I have all, if all, I wanted everything to. right now. I'm, that's how I'm telling you that I don't want to. And she's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I can see her point of view. On yeah, that. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I do mean it. I, I, I get what I'm yeah. saying, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think the natural inclination is to think that when you start a relationship so, so young and start cranking out kids that you're together out of obligation. Right. And hopefully every, you get to a point where it's just like, oh, I actually enjoy our time together. Yeah, so which is what you clearly times, are at. Dude. Yeah. Dude's just fucking obligated to avoid child support. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, this is my shit. I'm in my fucking perfect situation, but she doesn't like hearing about it, I guess. Maybe she doesn't fucking appreciate me. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. She probably wouldn't divorce me. You know what I mean? Unreal, She'd probably dude. just stick around just fucking hating me and Unreal. all my divorce talk. Can you believe it, dude? I don't fucking believe it. This fucking lady brain bullshit. <laughs> I'm saying I love you. I would divorce you. <laughs> what do you not get? I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> she made me laugh so hard when I told her about that circumcision thing earlier. She was like, no, we'll ever fuck him. <laughs> She's fucking sick. Um, did uh, the, we talked about my uncle at Thanksgiving? I, dude, I took over the fucking kids' activities at Thanksgiving. Oh wow, man! Yeah, uh, you know those like Nintendo classics, like the little boxes. Yeah, it's got dude, I'm not good enough for me. I bought one of those tiny uh, Raspberry Pi computers. It looks like it's like the size of a credit card. I haven't seen those. And I loaded it up with uh, like every Nintendo, every Super Nintendo, every it's got everything on it ever, dude. Young children do not care about this, but I was like, I'm gonna, they're going to fucking learn. So I was like, I took over the kids room. I was like, we're playing fucking Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. Put your fucking quarters up. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't want any fucking crybabies. No one flipping out. Winner goes on. Loser gives up the fucking paddle. Were they cool about it? 
Yeah, they they fell right into the rhythm of it, and they fucking loved it. It was like because uh, Street Fighter Two is like kind of simple, like it's not mm-hmm. as advanced as all the shit now, where you got to learn like you know a million button yeah. combo or whatever. It's almost like you just jump around and see who fucking can jump kick yeah, someone fun. first. Yeah. So uh, they catch on just enough that the matches are a little bit competitive. Mm. There's a perfect here and there. And I was like, oh, shit, mm. perfect. They're screaming. My daughter gets in my face and, like, puts her finger, like, right up to my <laughs> face. And she's like, get fucking wrecked. It was so <laughs> fucking fun. This is for getting my brother circumcised, you piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, it fucking ruled. That's cool, man. Yeah. When uh, I... I don't know why I give a shit so much about that, but I'm like, I, I want these kids to like do a cool thing that I think is fun. I don't know why. Well, you see yeah. what they're subjected to now. Like, yeah, everything like is just fucking shit. screaming dickheads. Yeah. So much of what they consume is just weird young adults screaming at them. It's true. And they're like, they're addicted to like video games where it's just everything's a ploy for you to put in like another like four ninety nine for like T-shirts mm. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like for, I, I, we don't have Fortnite in our house. The I got to get rid of Roblox. Roblox <laughs> is fucking poison for kids. It fucks with your brain. And uh, right now, like my kids are obsessed with uh, Sprite cranberry. What's cranberry oh, just the Sprite. drink? Yeah, and I have no idea. What, we don't have cable, so they don't watch like commercials all day. Apparently, there's this like insane like soda ad campaign going on in Roblox right now, and these kids are obsessed with a soda that they never had any interest in. Oh, wow. they, I don't even think they've ever had Sprite before, but like there's like a I think there's like a LeBron James ad uh-huh. in Roblox for Sprite Cranberry, and they're just like, can we get some? Can we like? It's real weird. I don't like it. Not something's not right about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it's great. I think with any kids programming, like they it really is programming. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really fucking. Yeah, we survived it, but now it's like internet ad programming. So I and, just think it's crazier now. And well, and a big thing about us surviving it too is I know in my case, you know, we were too poor to ever fucking buy anything on TV. True. Even I remember one time we got these fucking these Disney popsicles, and there was like six in a box, and we got them home, and it was just like I felt like the man. It was like currency, and I called all my friends over. I was like, "Yeah, you want one of these fucking Disney popsicles?" <laughs> and my mom was so fucking mad that I just gave out all the Disney popsicles that were like five bucks a box for fucking six of these goddamn things. <laughs> Like, right. You probably felt, felt so fucking powerful, though. Oh, man. It was... I felt like a child king. <laughs> I think we were too poor for Pokemon cards when I was Oh, kid. we were, without a doubt. Yeah. We didn't have... Sh- that was a painful period. Yeah. I didn't have a Game Boy. I had a Game Gear, which... Weird gift, but okay. Um, yeah, couldn't afford Pokemon cards, and, like, it took over... Like, I never played the game, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, I'm a video games guy. But, yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. But, uh... Like, uh, even today, like, kids will break up. Like, oh, I got a double here. You could have one of my cards. So I'd end up with, like, six Pokemon cards <laughs> ever. Real fucking loser hours, dude. Yeah, it po- was probably after your time, though. Yeah, Pokemon's were in our, What was big when I was a kid was just sports trading cards. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget the day where I got a really good card. My friends and I, we would just go to the store and we would just buy packs of cards. And they were, like, a dollar a pack. So every now and again, you'd have a couple bucks. But we would tear them open and we'd just be walking together as we're flipping through the ones that we just got. And I got a Barry Sanders rookie card. What's he evolved into? <laughs> <laughs> a Brokemon. <laughs> Barry Sanders Zard. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he, grows wings. he just throws a Pokeball at his ex-wife and gets busted. <laughs> but I'll never forget my friend's reaction to me announcing that I had a Barry Sanders rookie card. They all came running to me. And again, it felt like the same feeling as the popsicles. Like, yeah, I am the fucking man. 
The same way I felt when I was eating my wife's box to Lincoln Park blast in the background. <laughs> I'm just I'm just constantly chasing that dragon. Yeah. It's the opposite now. And now it's like, oh, you don't have like the red parachute in Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, you're, like it's it's turned around. Now it's like you better have everything. It's not cool if you have a cool thing. Yeah, that was the la- that shit was the first was the last thing that I actually yelled at my son about because my son's the coolest fucking guy on earth, but he was really fucking getting annoying with like coming in to ask for fucking V-Bucks for Fortnite. I could tell he would come in and he would put his arm around me and I would be like, don't even fucking ask. Mm. And then he's like, what? And then he'd run into his room and it was just like, come on, man. But he's been great about it lately and hasn't fucking asked in a long time. So well, hopefully it goes away. I can't see Fortnite staying around forever. Yeah. Hopefully somebody fucking kills them. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully someone fucking shoots up their office, dude. I'm not saying that they should, but I just I hope it happens. Yeah, and whoever does it gets to buy like a new skin while, <laughs> while he's in the office shooting it up. <laughs> Builds a staircase over the corpses real quick. <laughs> nah, fuck that. I I want fighting games to come back. When I was um yeah, they were fucking cool, man. <laughs> this would this would actually be good for everybody. When I was when Mary Jo was pregnant with Lucy or Ben or whatever, the I think I talked about this before, but they just gotten a Street Fighter Four arcade machine, like it was brand new. It just came out at this place in University City, and I got like a taste of like the fighting game community, and it's it seems to be kind of Wild the same bulls. mix on the internet, like across the board. The fighting game community is entirely super jacked black dudes and white dudes who look like they beg super jack black dudes to fuck their wives. <laughs> I it's universal. It is a cry. Look, look up fighting game FGC and just any kind of clip of like a tournament or whatever. And then like random, like fat Latino dudes. <laughs> But it is insane. Like the dudes, the dude, the the black dudes that play fighting games look like they should fight in real life, and the white dudes who play fighting games look like they need to control a wheelchair with their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I got like th- those types of dudes like freely like hang out and mix at like arcades. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And there's no, like, tension where it's like, is it weird that you're a fucking autistic white dude and I'm a fucking, I, I look like I could jump over a car that was driving at me? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, bring back fucking fighting games. Make it make that the shit again. Put them in fucking pizza shops and let your fucking people mix. Yeah, that was the fucking best, man. I don't know. Maybe I have too high hopes for the world. I'm a dreamer. I know you are, man. That's my problem. I just I just think that we could, you know learn more about each other and spend more time together if we could get a good fucking Street Fighter game and <laughs> throw some fucking quarters in it. She just wheel them out during protests. Just wheel the games out. <laughs> all the Wokies have at it. Oh, you laughed my phone out of my pocket. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, I had to do it to you, man. God. It's so fucking painful. You never had a Game Boy? I didn't have a Game Boy growing up. Man. It's, and it was <clears throat> that was like every Christmas... Whenever a game system came out, that was like my one Christmas present that I, mm. the only thing I cared about that year. Like I had to have that system. I didn't own many games because I just went to Blockbuster. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I didn't have a Game Boy. Probably because you couldn't, I don't think you could rent games for it. No. That's probably, that probably was the decision maker. Yeah. Yeah, I got one one year. It was fucking awesome. I actually, I actually bought my aunt a Game Boy. She was, uh, I don't know how the fuck I got the money. I probably stole it. <laughs> but she was a super sweet lady and she always bought me shit, so... 
I was able to get her one for Christmas one year, and she loved Tetris. Yeah. Tetris was fucking awesome, man. The universal uh, soother. Yeah, it really is. Oh, my God. Excuse me. That was a big one, buddy. Too much. I'm going to edit that out. That was disgusting. Oh, God. I can't wait to get home and eat, man. You stopped at Toledo's earlier. I did. I got, I got well, my wife went in. She's like, they're closed. I'm, we're parked directly next to a sign that says open. <laughs> but forced her to go in. I got my diarrhea peppers. She bought eight of them. <laughs> I only ate three, so I'm really going to give it to myself when I get home. Uh, I'm just imagining it, uh, an Italian guy. be like, the diarrhea. That I eat. <laughs> It's actually his last name. <laughs> Vincenzo <laughs> Tiraria. <laughs> oh, man. Toledo's is the fucking He does best. the chef's kiss yeah. off his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's a spicy? <laughs> Fingers to asshole. <laughs> Oh, man, I want to open up an Italian specialty food oh, shop, I'm man. St- I'm going to start calling diarrhea gravy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? I'm making gravy. <laughs> oh, my God. Kill me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Toluda's does this awesome thing where when you go, the holidays is always packed there. But when you go there, the line snakes around the store. But they have a lady walking around with meats and cheeses on a tray to give you while you wait. Every store should have that. Yeah. They should Fucking have that Coles. Yeah. <laughs> Trade Coles cash in for prosciutto. Everyone's buttholes are salivating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck. I'm a big meat and cheese man. I'm a pussy man and a meat and cheese man. That's the only thing you need to know. That's you. Mm. You're the only guy I know who loves pussy and meat and cheese. That's me in a butt shell. <laughs> What what do you think are, are your two things besides pussy? You're clearly a pussy man. Yeah, I don't know. I like uh, right now. I'm all about tracksuits, obviously, mm-hmm. and video games. I guess. Yeah, not a lot of dudes out there loving pussy and video games. I know. No. That's just me, dude. That's just love it or leave it. That's well, what I say. One very unique thing about you is you love video games. I love them, and you get the pussy. And I get- <laughs> you don't just love it; you get the pussy. <laughs> I'm a real enthusiast. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. You're a connoisseur. All right. <laughs> That's even too much playing for me. I shouldn't. <laughs> playing way too goddamn much. All right. Well, um, we're in like an hour. You want to keep going? You want to take yeah, fuck it. Let's keep going, man. Dude, we're going to power talk about through. pussy some more, man. Wow. Let's take a break. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. All right. We're fucking back. Just need a little stretch. I'm feeling way better now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. You said you want to get back into wrestling? Yeah, I'm thinking about getting back into wrestling. And also, this would be kind of cool, too, is in South Jersey, they got this place where you can train to be a wrestler. Ooh. Oh, That'd is that the Chikara place? Or is it the Monster place? Factory? Monster Factory. Uh, I, know, I know there's one around there. Yeah, I'd love to do that. That would be like a fun thing. And I think they do it for kind of like weekend warrior type things. Like, you don't have to be dedicated to full on become a wrestler. But if you want to fucking... Go through like a boot camp or something. I have a hard do time that. doing anything halfway though. Yeah, if well, I show up there, like, you know what, dude? I, I, I'm going off the top rope today. Yeah, it's got to be hard to get conditioned out of thinking that like when you're ready to make an appearance somewhere, 
you play your music and then you fucking strut out there. Wow. Because like you hear over here somebody talking shit about you and you're just waiting in the wings, <laughs> waiting for you, waiting to hear your theme song. <laughs> you have to queue it up on your phone every day, just ready to fucking pop off on somebody. Were you ever a wrestling guy? Yeah, I was. I was there for the Attitude Era. Okay. And then I got out of it after the Nintendo 64 wrestling games went away. Nah. I don't know if you ever played the Nintendo 64 wrestling games. I was aware of them. They but were I the didn't fucking best ever. They they were among the best like versions of a video game ever, and no one's been able to do it right since. Oh man. Yeah, it's a real fucking nightmare. But um, the, the yeah. Anyway, I was super into it around then, and uh, I never thought about doing it myself. But there were these two dudes in my high school, and in the locker room after gym class, they would like backyard wrestle each other. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And they were really fucking good at it. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually, they were hitting the ground. So hard, and I obviously they knew how to like take a bump or whatever, but it was like concrete floors like with benches bolted into steel them. chairs. Yeah. And these dudes are fucking wailing on each other and like taking hard bumps on the floor. <laughs> uh, I never knew their names. I never met these dudes, but I watched them backyard wrestle in the locker room at school. They were the road warriors. <laughs> they were so fucking cool. Oh, I, wish, awesome, I, I should ask around. I bet I could track one down. I wonder if they actually ended up wrestling. Like we know people that got into like, yeah, that's wrestling a good question. Cause it, do it does now. seem like something that's achievable more than ever. Yeah. Wow. Ask uh, Bryce Remsburg. Well, he wouldn't know. I got, I'd have to ask someone. Like, <laughs> Yo, do you know two kids who used, to, at used to wrestle in high school? Like, Yo, can you just ask around if anybody used to wrestle in high school? <laughs> they, <laughs> they went to Northeast High School. They wrestled. Uh, ask them uh, if they ever like saw this dude that they think went on to become a comedian and they never <laughs> met him and they didn't get his name. Uh, all right. You know, actually, I should probably start at the bottom of this and work my way up. There had to be dudes in my high school that knew them. Find them. I don't know. Also, backyard wrestlers put off serious school shooter vibes, so it's entirely possible those two dudes oh, never met yeah. another person. Yeah, that's a good point. Like every every school shooter has had backyard wrestler hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shaved under with a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah, Super but, scraggly goatee. Before they get to their anarchist cookbook videos, it's always them jumping off a low roof yeah, onto like, a table. Onto two mattresses next to each other. <laughs> I love how there's always like the grandparents watching and like supporting them. That's actually sick. Like I'm gonna make the dumbest video of all time because you just support me and the grandparents are like hell yeah, let's go. Let's fucking hit him with the chair, break the fucking light tubes on his back. Now eat the glass. Spit mist in his face. Come on. Yeah, now I'm definitely getting back in the wrestling. What's your name gonna be? The fat pussy man. <laughs> Gotta be honest, it needs work. <laughs> That was actually a wrestler in Nashville from uh, 1976 to 1984. My my finishing move is just going to be me and pussy with my hands behind my back. Oh, no. His tongue's out. His tongue's out. I'm going to eat pussy off the top rope. Just leap off the top turnbuckle into some pussy. Oh, speaking of that, remember Georgie Animal Steel? Yeah. <laughs> when he would eat the turnbuckles pussy? Yeah, dude. Imagine how hard he fucking ate pussy, man. That's an aggravated assault charge, just the way he eats that You had to hold your pussy in when he was eating. <laughs> <laughs> you might lose it. <laughs> a Kevlar tampon. <laughs> oh, man, I love George Animal Steel. I used to, and then say, he would bash his opponent's face into it. <laughs> Dude, did you ever, um, do you at least remember having them or, or seeing them, but like the rubber wrestling figurines? Yeah. I would collect them, and Georgia Animal Steel was like one of my favorites. 
and there was a kid that my mom would babysit that I was such a fucking asshole to, and I would torture this kid. But the way that he got me back was fucking genius, and it, and I still think of of how hard it fucking ruled. But he would he knew where I kept my wrestling men. I used to refer to them as my, my men. men. Hell yeah. yeah. And he knew where I kept them. You want to play men, dude? Yeah, dude. Hell we yeah. fucking play men, dude. We just fucking rip our men out. Just fucking whip our men out of the fucking toy chest. We're playing men. Dude. Yeah, dude. And this kid knew where I kept my men. And when I would leave the house, he methodically chewed the paint off of all my wrestlers to the point <laughs> where I just had like 20 beige men. So God knows what this kid, what damage this kid did to his fucking innards. Just to fucking get back to me for being a cocksucker. But like I'd take him out, I'd be yeah, like wrestlothelioma now, dude. <laughs> Were you a loved one chewing pain off of men? <laughs> Were you or your one boy? <laughs> Diagnosed with wrestlethelioma. Dude, the, the Tito Santana doll was like the most Puerto Rican figure. But within like a week, he was beige. <laughs> Fucking George Amos Steel, Big John Studs, fucking pants were chewed off. Man, this fucking that, that's the way to get somebody. Like you hate a motherfucker, chew the paint off of his men. Think about who you hate right now. Although I don't, I don't, I don't encourage anybody to, to keep hating their hearts. But if you have any hate in your heart, break in that motherfucker's house and chew the paint off of his men. It's so fucking stupid. What a way to get somebody, man. Are you sure he chewed it off with their bite he marks? He chewed it off. Like... Because there, there would be some where he clearly didn't have enough time to chew it all off. Because there would still be some with some paint on them. And I, I played with them a lot. But they were pretty sturdy. And they would hold up pretty well. The only way you could get this shit off was to fucking chew it off. Wow. Yeah. He got me. What would be worse if you found out he sucked it off? <laughs> <laughs> Man. He definitely invented something. That, that kind of mind, he's very successful. Right He's now. got a TLC show right Guaranteed. now. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> TLC show or... Paint Eaters. Yeah. <laughs> Paint Eaters International. <laughs> Most I could give it for this is three, four bites. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, those are my favorite toys, my men. I was a big X-Men guy. I liked X-Men toys. I don't remember those. Was it the same kind of deal where it's like rubber guys or like plastic? No, dude, by the time I was a kid, I I was actually thinking of this when you're talking about your rubber men. Because I remember like older brothers with leftover rubber wrestling men. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, dude, toys are like, there was like a two-year gap where suddenly toys were fucking sick. Like they all articulated well. Mm-hmm. All of them had fucking elbows. Oh, that's remember, a big one. Nothing. I'm spoiled by my age. Because if you handed me an action figure and his arms didn't bend, I'd be like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is this, dude? Get get the fuck out of here! I'm not playing with. I'm not playing men with this." Yeah, all my men had fucking like torso casts. You know, you yeah, just fucking, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, here we are. With our fucking Frankenstein all over the place. Fuck that. Like, or the rubber arms just bent and like they didn't even like have like the circle joint at the top of the arm. Yeah, it was just like hunched shoulders, and you could pretend that their arms bent. And nah, that's yeah. not for me. Yeah, that shit sucked. Man. That's not for me, dude. Yeah, you're dude. A, you're a lucky kid, man. Yeah, fuck those toys. I didn't even know that GI Joes used to be shitty. GI Joes used to be like Barbie dolls, and then they like shrank them down and gave them like you know twisty hips and shit like that. Then I Barbie didn't get the same thing. Notice that? <laughs> you notice that, dude? Barbie still fucking can't walk. Pretty sure she can move now, but. Notice. Notice how fucking long it took for them to get fucking articulation. Oh, man. One of, one of the greatest Christmas of, Christmas gifts I got was this um, G.I. Joe tomahawk chopper. It was something I didn't even ask for, 
but it was like this is the fucking coolest thing ever. Like my dad worked at a firehouse, and every they would have a holiday party, and one of the firemen would be the uh, the Santa Claus. And I was always like super nervous to the point where I would have diarrhea because <laughs> I was always like, could my mom would do this shit? Be like, yeah, you better you better hope he says that you've been nice and not naughty. And I'd be thinking about like oh, all yeah. the kid fucked up shit I did. I was just like, oh my god, I'm not getting anything. But then the one year I got this huge fucking GI Joe chopper, and it was like. I couldn't even fathom that this thing existed. And you, how, yeah, like what did you do to deserve it? Isn't that crazy? To That's why I joined that? the service. That's <laughs> this is a fucking crazy. Growing up Catholic, like in in the course of a year, you could like think that if I died today, I'd go to hell because I made a confession. Yes, and then I also hope I'm nice enough that I got toys. Yeah, is that fucking crazy? It is fucked up. It's insane. To the Catholicism point, we used to have to do this thing for St. Nicholas Day, which December 6th, my birthday. No big deal. Coming up this Friday. Um, We used to have to do this thing for St. Nicholas Day. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you put your shoes in the fucking hallway. You you guarantee there's a gaggle of priests rolling around like fucking cats. Yeah. (laughs) They're just on like a skateboard going down the hall, like (laughs) sniffing each shoe. (laughs) Totally, dude. (laughs) Did Father Gush just say tubular out there? Yeah, everyone's fucking feet stank, and they're all Ew. insecure about it. What a weird fucking it. thing, dude. And he just better hoped that you had on clean socks that day. Yeah. No holes in them. Fucking incessant guilt, man. And the worst part was when my dad worked at a, at a different firehouse prior to that one, and my Uncle Mickey was the Santa Claus. And Uncle Mickey was like the sweetest guy on earth. But again, huge anxiety, even though my uncle who was a pretty big alcoholic, was probably more concerned about not pissing himself with a child on his lap. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking about the fucking cookies I stole out of the cupboard with the oh. equivalent of committing a murder. When did you guys have confession? Ours was Saturday. Uh, I guess it was convenient because Sunday Mass was the next day. I don't. Well, we would have Mass, I think, once a week on like t- something weird, like Tuesday or a Wednesday, and I think we could go then. But you went Saturday? Yeah, our, our confession day was Saturday. And uh, if I did something that I needed to go to confession for on, like, Wednesday, mm-hmm. I'd be like, dude, if I die before Saturday, I'm, I'm it's, it's over, dude. I'm going to fucking hell. Yeah. Do you believe this? Yeah. Wow. And uh, that's the fucking corniest shit mm-hmm. in the entire world. Yeah, it's fucking evil. I don't know how people still send their kids to Catholic school. It's so fucking crazy. And then also, if you're, like... If you're walking out the front door like, I'll be back and going to confession. How are your parents like, whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you what do you have to confess? Is this serious? Yeah, Should I get involved? There, there's a guy in a little room that I'm going to sit in there with, and he's going to tell me what I could do to make up for it. Yeah. Are you sorry? How sorry are you? Are you so sorry right now? <laughs> oh, my God. See, thank God I didn't go to confession when I started whacking off, because I would have just punched my hands through the screen and be like, here, <laughs> cu- here cut him off, dude. <laughs> I told you I confessed to wanting to see boobs. What did the priest say? I forget. I, he didn't like. He didn't give me any kind of talk. Like it's normal. You'll be okay. He was like, "Well, uh, say three hail marys and like, dude, throw me a fucking life lesson or something. <laughs> tell me, tell me that fucking boobs are okay and I'm not a monster." He should have told you to say three hail titties. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you don't have to be fucking guilty about this, man. Could you imagine? Like, meet me halfway here. Yeah. Don't make me go like, and then I'm going to go swimming after church again on Sunday. I'm going to want to see boobs again. It's like, great. 
Why don't you just fucking pencil me in? I'm pretty sorry for next week. The this is how murderers are made. Is it? I dude, I like, definitely too deep. feel like I was crazy. I felt insane. I stole candy and I called my sister a bitch. Now I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I might as well, dude. Oh, yeah, because you're like, what was a what was a mortal sin? missing mass was like a mortal sin. Jesus, that was guaranteed going to hell. Remember? Remember, murder was. I think adultery was too. No, I don't think adultery is a mortal sin. I remember a kid asked I think our missing church. Yeah, I gotta look this shit up because after murder it gets fuzzy. <laughs> a kid asked our. Our religion teacher, when if you if you're married multiple times and you go to the afterlife, which wife are you in heaven with? And the teacher's like your first wife, like without missing a beat. Yeah, it's just like all right, well, Dude, they, and kids kids asked a million of those stupid questions, but I think like they had too many answers. Mm-hmm. Like they should have just been like, well, you know, it's something to think about, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they, it was always like, well, let me uh, consult the rule book. And that, that was actually what made me fishy. I was like, is this really all spilled out? <laughs> I remember we all tried to figure out how you could kill someone and not being a mortal sin. Like, what if you're in war? Oh. And I think they were just like, I think they were just like, yeah, you can kill people in war. Yes. No nuance. No like, well, is it a just war? Did you sign? Like, if you if you sign up because you want to kill someone in a war, <laughs> that's your that's your reason for enlisting. That's got to be a mortal sin, yeah. right? No nuance. It's like an NFL game. They're <laughs> They're going to the booth. <laughs> Dean Blandino is going to give the explanation as to why you can kill a guy. Like the blue tarp over there. Yeah. <laughs> the ruling on Earth stands. Murder. Yes, I couldn't possibly do that to my kids. Oh, my God. I couldn't imagine. There were so many diddlers. Like, there was a guy. The guy who confirmed me, he covered up scores and scores of fucking diddlers. Whoa. We had, we had two confirmed diddlers at our parish. And then they would just, like, fucking transfer them all over the place. No, I checked. I didn't have any diddlers pass through my parish while I was there. Oh, man, you missed out. <laughs> was it just, like, party time for you guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it the, would what, be great if you learned how to, like, work them and, like, take take the bait and not get stuck in the trap. <laughs> She's like, well, thanks for all the candy and video games. I'll see you guys later. I got to get home. They're like, oh. oh. <laughs> well, it was kind of like that. I've told a story on another show before, but like our guy, he got transferred like midway through our sixth grade year and he knew how to get us. It was like grooming 101, but we would play hockey in in the fucking recess yard every day. So when they brought him in to introduce himself to our class, he said that he was good friends with the New York Islanders head coach, Al Arbor. And we were just like, holy shit, man. No way. You think you can get us tickets? (laughs) And then that was like his in. And then we would have um, unsupervised access to the gym after school. You would pay 30 bucks for the year and get unsupervised access. And he would play basketball with us every day. And at one point, like, he scooped me up at midcourt and he growled in my ear. And at that point, I was so creeped out that I never went back. Jeez. I later found out that he would take kids swimming at, um, what do they call Washy it? Washy wash? <laughs> <laughs> At the, uh, what is it, where they train priests? Seminary? Yeah, the seminary. Seminary? Yeah. All right, that's very close to playing too much. All right, say, give me three (laughs) Our Fathers right now, dude. But he would take kids there to swim. And then later, he he actually got busted. Why do they have a pool at the seminary? Come on, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, yeah. (laughs) But, dude, eventually, he um, he got... fuzzy robes doing coke. (laughs) Kid, you want to be somebody in the church? (laughs) 
he got popped. He he eventually was uh, laicized, and he was voted like best teacher in like Lumberton, New Jersey, and then shortly thereafter, um, the FBI got him on child porn. Ooh, yeah, man. Tale as old as time. And then we had like an old one that that got busted, but he was like on his way out as we were coming up in our grade school, so he didn't. He's out of a game. Yeah, he had a, had a loose noodle. <laughs> He'd see like a little fat kid bend over. He's like, "I'm getting too old for this <laughs> shit." <laughs> Handsy <was> Glover. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to retire too. <laughs> this is my last day. <laughs> Once I think I'm out, they pull me back in. <laughs> We weren't yeah. even the thing is, was like they joked about priests being molesters when I was a kid, mm. and it just didn't even seem real, dude. Do you think that they like incepted kids with like making fun of priests for being molesters so that they would like the guard would be down? Like, yeah, it's a joke, dude. It's not even it's maybe not even real. we we weren't we weren't hip to that yet. Um, we just we just didn't know, like, but somebody, some somebody, people in that school had to have known or at least been fishy. All right, like, why is this guy getting transferred? You know, why do priests get transferred other than they're doing bad shit? We had priests that never got busted, and so far I haven't been on any list. They they moved around constantly. Hmm. I wonder what the fuck it is. Maybe you hear too many confessions, and you're like, all right, I yeah, get away all right. from these fucking weirdos. Yeah. There's way too many thieves around here. Yeah. <laughs> um, did, uh, oh, I had a question I just wanted to ask you, and I got distracted by fucking... I, I was second-guessing myself. As I was saying, like, they weren't diddlers. I was like, wait a minute, were they? But uh, yeah, they they were. Mine were. Oh, did you do you remember the Father Nelson joke? You would uh, refresh my memory. You would put someone in a half Nelson. You say half Nelson. You put someone on a full Nelson. You say full Nelson, and then you would <laughs> hit. You would thrust into their butt with your dick and say Father Nelson. <laughs> Dude, that's how I would break the ice if I was a pedophile priest. <laughs> Just break everybody in with a laugh. Be like, all right, guys, every, everybody's fucking sleeping over. I already cleared it with your parents. Self-deprecating opener, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> man, oh, man. These fucking diddlers are wild. And, although it's got to be harder for them now, at least in, at least for Catholic diddlers. Yeah? I don't know. I think they were just running out of kids to diddle, right? They're on their way out. They yeah, got to be. They're running on fumes. All they got left is the fucking castle full of priceless artwork and yeah. <laughs> artifacts. Oh, yeah. McCusker was talking about storming the Vatican. Instead of storming Area 51, you storm the Vatican. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Be I would sick. do that. Yeah. That's another trip. That'll be a cross cast. Dogs. Yeah. That'll be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four dogs yeah. storm the Vatican. Yeah, I got to talk to them about that. That'd be sick. Um, The Did crazy, you? Ever, the crazy thing about it is like the the Catholic schools fucked our kids up so bad that like the all girls Catholic school produced like a ton of horror stories. Mm. Like it definitely f- does something to your fucking brain, especially being in like a fucking white trash hellhole. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, man. Did you come across many um, civilian diddlers? No, we had a bunch of. Uh, weird older guys in our neighborhood mm. but never got diddler vibes from them they were mostly just like weird like uh wish i was a cop guys uh, okay. like we had a guy that sat on his steps with a police scanner 24 hours a day <laughs> so we would just walk by and be like yo what's up is there any fucking cool crimes to go see and about always, to be 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come in for a cookie? <laughs> he would always like, uh, like you'd always see him like standing up to walk off his steps, like very determined, like, oh, I got to go see what this fucking car, dude, a guy stole something. <laughs> and he'd be walking, he's such a fucking weirdo. Like, I don't know. I probably know people still connected to him. If he's alive, then he's cool. But <laughs> it was definitely a bizarre time. And we also had this dude who they uh he was the overnight like maintenance guy at the rec center so we would like someone i knew was cool with him so we would get into the pool at night oh it was an outdoor public pool and uh everyone made fun of him saying that he had uh prosthetic balls he had metal prosthetic balls and i I don't know how that joke came about would he swirl them like to (laughs) reduce anxiety And whenever he sat down on one of the rec center chairs, it made a big clang. <laughs> but it, yeah, that's the kind of thing where like if he started that joke, that's a diddler. But if the kids started that joke, it's like, yeah, no shit. These kids are fucking wild. Their balls. <laughs> yeah, and your kids got a magnet. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> did you guys, yeah. did you guys have like a neighborhood diddler? I don't think we did. There was, there was an old Greek lady who used to wander around giving kids candy and she would give it to you and she would want to watch you eat it and she would always say chew baby chew but I, I, yeah i hate that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but i never got any weird vibes from her there was yeah i can't think of anybody fucking weird the chew baby chew lady's gotta be hard to match yeah she i think she was just nuts though because like she would wear uh a pea coat in the summertime so I, I think with her it was just you know. Did she insist on putting the candy in your mouth for you? No, no, you can put it in your own. Yeah. <laughs> that was fine. Actually, I ended up breaking her window with a football one time. I still feel bad about that. Um, I went to punt the ball, and it, it, it went totally sideways. A lot like your fucking football spike. And I punted it and went right through her window, and I just ran inside, and I never fessed up to it. Oh no! Yeah. Man, she probably lived out the rest of her days without that window. Yeah, man. You ever think about that? Right into her candy stash. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> fucking <laughs> unchewable candy all over the fucking place. Just picturing this old lady. It's like her dying day, and she's still just like, man, this this fucking draft is really getting me. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do that with your brain? You ever just yeah. think of the worst? Yeah. <laughs> Judge yourself in the worst possible light. Just think of the old ladies I've ruined, and now they're doing spunker porn. <laughs> We just found the genesis of your spunker fixation. Oh, man. Jeez. You're just clicking through videos waiting for someone's window to break. <laughs> you can see where this goes. I like this. <laughs> could you ever see yourself camming? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I could. Because there were so many times, especially like summers are typically rough for me financially. And there were so many summers where I would just wake up and just go on Craigslist and look for moving jobs. Yeah. So if... If I had been that hard up in the summertime, after we went on Jimmy Fallon and saw that we appealed to so many Middle Eastern perverts, yeah, I definitely would have fucking webcam for fucking Middle Eastern you perverts. Spread some cheeks for some oh god, some yeah, or whatever they pay you. Yeah, with. dude, love coins or whatever. Yeah, that's one thing we got going for us is if the shit ever really hits the fan, we could webcam. For yeah, perverts. if the shit ever hits the fan, our shit will hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> Believe you me. Hmm. How about you? You gonna be a camboy at any point? Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely would do anything for money. Yeah. I would degrade myself for money for sure. I would direct dog porn for well, money. Well, to the and this gets back to what you're saying. The summer that I was unemployed, 
you were looking for like day jobs yeah. or day work. Yeah. And you like emailed me one. You're like, oh, I'm doing this. If you want, it's like 75 bucks for the day. I was like, oh, fuck, $75? Yeah, man. And we went and we ended up moving. <laughs> we were doing um, just moving shit around for this yeah. like corporate tech event. Mm-hmm. And our boss for the day was a Southern ginger wigger. <laughs> <laughs> that day was a real eye opener. It was. That day ended up being, well, I enjoyed that day. One, because I got to work with you. Two, because I stole a Gary Vaynerchuk book. Fuck yeah. And then three, I took the train home, and I stopped off at this at this bar near my house to just fucking pound as many beers as I could with the fucking 20 bucks that was in my pocket. And it was the coolest bar experience I've ever had because they were playing casino on the TV, the air conditioning was blasting, and nobody was saying a fucking word. Whoa. Yeah. That's sick. Perfect fucking day. Where was this place? Um, it's, you know, don't give it away because then you'll ruin it. It won't okay. be cool anymore. You can tell yeah. me off the air. What the fuck is the name of that place? I can't. I haven't been there in forever. But it, it's in Norwood. Oh, okay. It's not Buds. Buds. Sick. Buds Cafe. Shout out Buds Cafe in Norwood. God, it was the best. Uh, yeah. You will figure some some shit out in your life after you spend eight hours being told what to do by a <laughs> Southern wigger. <laughs> that was hard process for me i do declare that y'all tripping (laughs) (laughs) fucking stepdad's giving them the vapors (laughs) i was yeah i was like never again dude yeah that was rough man i wish we could get a shitty job together that would be fun we can yeah that we should do that this summer i would like to move my friend my friend jeff um he moved out to los angeles by himself and for work he would just move things. And he said one of the most entertaining moving gigs he had was just this old gay dude just liked young men coming over to his house to move shit. He wasn't moving out. He said he would literally just ask him to move a stack of newspapers from one end of the room to another. Oh, okay. Just to see young men. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. For sure. I'll just do it on cam. I'll just move newspapers around. I bet you would make good money. I mean, that's all they want. Unzipping your tracksuit for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I yeah. Now I want us to be like the real ass version of Mike Rowe. <laughs> like we'll just get jobs together. That oh, dude, there we go. That'll be like a summer really series dirty jobs. <laughs> I every every laugh hurts. It, it's so I'm so uncomfortable. I, this is, the whole episode's gonna be creaking chair. <laughs> Deadliest felch. <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking stop we're just we're just webcaming on the Bering Sea <laughs> three months dude I, I fucking hate Mike Rowe by the way how come he's he's so full of shit he's so like well I'm just you know down home folksy and he's just a fucking millionaire that pretends to like shovel poop <laughs> and like he shows up on TV and he's like well I know the value of working hard and it's like shut the, shut the fuck up dude you moved to LA to make a fucking TV show and you don't have any of this fucking experience that you're talking about. Do you ever find comfort, though, in just being lied to just because it feels good temporarily? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, man. I like being lied to, man. No way. I fucking hate it. I'd rather be uncomfortable with the truth. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't participate in fucking delusion. Bro. Oh, man. You're a better man than me. Nah. Nah. I, it's in your future. This is an adjustment you're going to be. This is, this is an area of your program we can tighten. <laughs> we don't fucking... We don't find solace and comfort in, in delusion. We fucking we face the truth head on. Well, aside from Mike Rowe, the, the first thing that came to mind in regards to just being lied to is how much I love Disney World. 
Oh. Yeah, have you been there? Yeah. It's fucking... I know what it is, and I just love it. And I think I was at my height for my love for it. When I was there, my back was all fucked up, and I was just in a fucking rascal scooter, scooter whacked on Percocets and Long Island iced teas, just driving around Hollywood Studios. And they had like this this band that would drive around the park and sing, and it was like a, a landscaping band. And I was just like doing donuts in my fucking motor, razors, or what, what did I just call it? The, the fucking hover round. You jazzy runabout? Yeah, yeah, the jazzy runabout. Just fucking whacked on pain so pills fucking awesome. and fucking booze. It's like, man, this fucking rules. I can't walk right now, but... Wait, so why does this... What do you mean? Why, why does this have to do with getting lied to? Because, well, Disney World, is, it's just... This, this huge corporation that just sucks money out of people's pockets and everything's fake. But people love it just because it represents the ideal of what they want their kids to believe. Mm. Y- yeah. I think, dude, our whole system's set up that way. Mm-hmm. There, you know what I mean? That's... You're you're looking at the most enjoyable outcome of like the shit that's ruining our lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting lied to at Disney, dude. You know, right. you I'll know, take that. You know the I'll take that. Score. Yeah, it is magical. There is definite magic there. Actually, one of the fucking coolest moments of my life happened in Disney. Um, parks have uh, extra magic hours, so a specific park each day will stay open an hour later. And while they were doing the fireworks at Hollywood Studios. I went on the the Hollywood Tower of Terror. And did you get to go on that when you went? Yeah. Oh, dude, fucking rules. And the part where they put you out at the top and they open the doors and it looks like you're going to fly out of the building, when they did that, we saw the fireworks bur- fireworks bursting. Wow. Yeah, and it was just like, this It doesn't get any better. If I died right now, <laughs> this is how I want to go. <laughs> you just pumped your fist in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the first time I, I became aware of... Of my kids knowing that how much I drank was not what a person should drink was one night I was I was taking my daughter Olivia to Magic Kingdom and while we were waiting for the bus I ordered three double Roman cokes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, "Why is it not just regular Coke? What dude, else are you asking for?" Party animal, dude. I went for it at fucking Disney, man. Dude, it brought out the uh, the kid in me. <laughs> You fucked up on perks. You're fucking slamming drinks. Dude, once those ears hit my head, <laughs> it's M I C. See you real soon. <laughs> K E Y Y because I'm a degenerate. Oh man, we should go to Disney. That would be a fun trip for us all to do together. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? That'd be a real sitcom episode. God damn, that would be fun. <laughs> it would be miserable. <laughs> we would hate every second of it. If you're yeah, if you're a dad that enjoys that kind of like if you actively enjoy it the whole time, you, there's probably something wrong with you. Like a kid-centric vacation like that. Your two options are either ruin it or be miserable and ensure your kids have a good time. I don't know, man. Like that's the one place where I've gone with my family where I wasn't miserable the entire time. And it's fucking 100 degrees. It's so strange. And there's time where I time the last few times I went, I didn't have pain pillar pain pain killers were booze and it was just legitimate joy carrying me through yeah um, yeah i went without kids <laughs> yeah well that was that was one of the most fun times i had jamie and i went just for like the day when we did our florida trip but yeah I, we gotta go to disney sometime maybe just you and me will go yeah 
That would be That's fun. actually what I was saying. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. meant our families no, combining. Fuck that. Yeah. Us, dude. I want to have a good time. Yeah, fucking subscribe to the Patreon. Come on, Please, man. Make this happen. Dude, sign up for the fucking Patreon. Yeah, send Tim and I to Disney World. We'll fucking film it. We'll do some funny stuff there and we'll tap dance <laughs> however hard you want us to tap dance. Yeah, whatever you want. Tell us what you want us to fuck. Yeah, just we'll do it. <laughs> just Don't get, worry. Just get us to the Magic Kingdom. Just somehow. tell us what the fuck. God damn it. Is that too much? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> One thing I don't like about Disney is that it's clear that it's primarily white people in the in the costumes. You know Why how like is that because you know how you could just tell like if you watch a video of like Six Flags that the person inside the Daffy Duck costume is black. <laughs> they're busting it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking bouncing their ass off the fucking pavement. <laughs> Minnie, would it kill you to fucking shake yeah, Jesus your ass? Christ, Throw man. it in a fucking circle for me, please. Yeah, fucking let your pussy hit the curb for Christ's sake. Would it kill you? Mickey's daggering it. <laughs> Goofy's leading a drum line <laughs> in the fucking park. <laughs> Dude, that would be sick if that's what the extra hours entailed. Huey, Dewey, and Louie are fucking squaring up with park guests. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Pluto's running away from magic tricks. <laughs> <laughs> no one has Pluto on a leash and he's biting people. <laughs> he's good. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How, should we bur- bury ourselves further here? I, I think this is a good. This is a good, good net to bury ourselves good on. Depth. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, send Tim and I to Disney. <laughs> If you guys can subscribe enough to the Patreon, we'll we'll write to Disney and get those honkies out of those suits and yeah, we're gonna we're really gonna make it ensure a fucking diverse work environment at Disney. I'm sick of fucking white college students running the fucking show there. Yeah, if you want to see fucking Mickey Mouse twerking in front of your entire fucking family, get us to Disney. <laughs> we'll figure out a way to make it happen. <laughs> if we got to get in those fucking suits ourselves, God, you you will see Minnie get daggered. <laughs> Jumping off the fucking Magic Kingdom steps straight down the fucking dagger pussy. <laughs> when Scrooge McDuck dives into the uh, the pool of gold, he can't swim. Dude, uh... <laughs> Leduck Tales. <laughs> When you go on Space Mountain, every you have to get in every cart, and it's every cart's driven by a fat white girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it really is a small world after all, Tim. All right, you want to wrap it up there, buddy? <laughs> All right, guys, for real, hit, hit up the Patreon and send us to Disney World. <laughs> we want to make this happen. But we love you guys. We really appreciate you listening, as always. We couldn't fucking do this without you. You're the fucking best. Thanks, dogs. Later. Later. <laughs>